Hello and welcome to the Mountain Brook Baptist Project 119 Bible Reading Plan Podcast. I'm Mary and it's my pleasure to join you in reading God's Word. Today is Wednesday, October 4th, One Take Wednesday. I'm reading from the New Living Translation. Today we're in Matthew chapter 19, starting in verse 13, and we'll read through the end of the chapter. And then we're going to move over to the Psalms, to the second part of Psalm 37 today. The titles in Matthew are Jesus Blesses the Children and the Rich Man. One day, some parents brought their children to Jesus so he could lay his hands on them and pray for them. But the disciples scolded the parents for bothering him. But Jesus said, Let the children come to me. Don't stop them. For the kingdom of heaven belongs to those who are like these children. And he placed his hands on them, on their heads, and blessed them before he left. Someone came to Jesus with this question, Teacher, what good deed must I do to have eternal life? Why do you ask me about what is good? Jesus replied, There is only one who is good. But to answer your question, if you want to receive eternal life, keep the commandments. Which ones? the man asked. And Jesus replied, You must not murder, you must not commit adultery, you must not steal, you must not testify falsely, honor your father and mother, love your neighbor as yourself. I've obeyed all these commandments, the young man replied. What else must I do? Jesus told him, If you want to be perfect, go and sell all your possessions and give the money to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come, follow me. But when the young man heard this, he went away sad, for he had many possessions. Then Jesus said to the disciples, I tell you the truth, it is very hard for a rich person to enter the kingdom of heaven. I'll say it again. It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich person to enter the kingdom of heaven. Of God. The disciples were astounded. Then who in the world can be saved? They asked. Jesus looked at them intently and said, Humanly speaking, it is impossible, but with God, everything is possible. Then Peter said to him, We've given up everything to follow you. What will we get? Jesus replied, I assure you that when the world is made anew and the Son of Man sits upon His glorious throne, you who have been my followers will also sit on twelve thrones, judging the twelve tribes of Israel. And everyone who has given up houses or brothers or sisters or father or mother or children or property for my sake will receive a hundred times as much in return and will inherit eternal life. But many who are the greatest now will be the least important then, and those who seem least important now will be the greatest then. And let me move us on over to the Psalms, Psalm 37, beginning in verse 18. 
day by day, the Lord takes care of the innocent, and they will receive an inheritance that lasts forever. They will not be disgraced in hard times. Even in famine, they will have more than enough. But the wicked will die. The Lord's enemies are like flowers in a field. They will disappear like smoke. The wicked borrow and never repay, but the godly are generous givers. Those the Lord blesses will possess the land, but those he curses will die. The Lord directs the steps of the godly. He delights in every detail of their lives. Though they stumble, they will never fall, for the Lord holds them by the hand. Once I was young and now I am old, yet I have never seen the godly abandoned or their children begging for bread. The godly always give generous loans to others and their children are a blessing. Turn from evil and do good and you will live in the land forever. For the Lord loves justice and he will never abandon the godly. He will keep them safe forever, but the children of the wicked will die. The godly will possess the land and will live there forever. The godly offer good counsel. They teach right from wrong. They have made God's law their own, so they will never slip from his path. The wicked wait in ambush for the godly looking for an excuse to kill them. But the Lord will not let the wicked succeed or let the godly be condemned when they are put on trial. Put your hope in the Lord. Travel steadily along His path. He will honor you by giving you the land. You will see the wicked destroyed. I have seen wicked and ruthless people flourishing like a tree in its native soil. But when I looked again... They were gone. Though I searched for them, I could not find them. Look at those who are honest and good, for a wonderful future awaits those who love peace. But the rebellious will be destroyed. They have no future. The Lord rescues the godly. He is their fortress in times of trouble. The Lord helps them, rescuing them from the wicked. He saves them, and they find shelter in him. Thank you for listening along as we read God's word together. Here in Psalm 37, I think that the psalmist David is pointing towards the long game. He recognizes the struggle of this life that the ungodly sometimes do seem to prosper. Um, look at verse 35. I have seen wicked and ruthless people flourishing like a tree. Now he does note that eventually that tree is cut down. And he talks several times about the foreverness of the blessing of those who follow the Lord, those who are godly. And I think that's what he wants us to cling to. I've been going through this commentary on the Psalms by Douglas Webster, and, and this is what he says about that. Mm-hmm. David pictures the meat and unperturbed by evil people, self-controlled, confident in the Lord, and resolute in their faith and trust in God's sovereign care and justice. 
The strength of the meek lies in the promises of God. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. The reason we can afford to be meek is because of the grace of God in the present and because of the promise of God for the future. Will you pray with me? Lord, help us to be a people who are meek, entrusting ourselves to you, seeking to be godly, even when it seems like it gets us nowhere. Lord, we know that you love justice and you never abandon us. Thank you for the promise that you direct our steps and you delight in every detail of our lives. And though we stumble, Lord, you take us by the hand and you pick us up. Thank you, Lord, for protecting the innocent. Please continue to protect those who cannot protect themselves. Lord, as we read in the, um, in the parable of the rich man, help us, or maybe it wasn't a parable, maybe it was just a, a, a statement, help us to be people who, though we are rich, we entrust everything that we have to you, and we follow you. Thank you for the little children in our midst. Thank you for what they mean to us. We call out their names to you even now. Ask your blessings on them. Help us to be like little children and come to you with humble and joyous faith. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, we pray. Amen. Amen.